Good timing. Mm-hmm. Perfect time, man. Mm-hmm. That man is a producer <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so silly. <laughs> All righty. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and welcome back. We've been away for a little bit, but we are back with the team for another fun-filled day of discussion on Star Citizen, one of our favorite games. Is it your favorite game, Love Machine, or is it one of your favorite games? That's one of my favorites. I actually really liked uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. It was a sleeper hit. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know there was none of us in that game. You realize that, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a single player. <laughs> I, love, I love games that aren't in the modern setting. They're either way future or medieval. I, gotcha. like, I, gotcha. I, don't, I don't care to simulate the modern times. It's too much. It's too real. That's cool. Well, the Euro <laughs> half of you is creeping out, so that's okay. We'll let you play it. So it's all right. Go, Mab. What's up, my brother? How you been, man? Yeah, everything's all right. Everything's good. Good to have you back. Yeah, you've been gone, man. You've been uh, traveling and doing weddings and all types of stuff. And you're finally back with the team. So we're glad to have you back, man. Glad to be back. Yeah, yeah. And last but not least, uh, Mr. Uh, Yes, I'm proud of my state, Florida, and all of our sports that we've been winning. Colossal. Brother, where you get the head? You know what? Everybody. Listen, love. Doesn't he look like he's some type of sports commentator with them big headphones on his head? He looks like he's sports commentating a game or something, doesn't he? I don't know. Well, it, could be, it could be an homage to all the Florida commentators out there watching the Tampa teams win championships. <laughs> <laughs> way to go, Lightning! Boy, oh boy, oh boy! Back in the Stanley Cup, defending our title, uh, we hope to bring it home. Uh, after the next in the next week and a half, so watch the game Tampa against Montreal. Go Lightning here oh, now. <laughs> oh my God! Uh oh, Water Woman H two O says they're a fan. F U F S F U fan in the house. Oh my God! She went to Florida University. Oh God! Ooh, there's a shot. Oh, there you go. I mean, if you want to say that about UF, that's fine, but go Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, go Knowles. <laughs> wow. Okay. And love, it's good to see you too. Hey, was there something going on the other day? I saw Jade or one of you guys posted something about esports. Was it yesterday or day before? Was something going on? Oh, yeah. Yesterday, Abo Esports at a casual event, Tonk of War. They got 12 tonks to go across the countryside in Daymar in like a in a nice. race wow. to survive and uh, the recreators play second third and fourth and uh Kuroda Ritsu racing team they're always at the Atmo races and stuff mm-hmm. uh they they took the cake okay. uh, they were driving full speed ahead backwards the entire time the uh, pro, wow. pro tank strategy that's how you climb the mountains if you flip that thing if you go full speed ahead backwards mm-hmm. the tanks can go over mountains and it's it's a it's a real finessing uh wow. strategy so shout out to them we, we see them all the time uh, wow. yeah wow there's a little secret awesome. technique i didn't know about that one wow <laughs> okay rec raiders all right you said second third and fourth place yeah, we had three teams. Wow, yeah, okay. We took, three, we took three tonks out there, mm-hmm. and uh, Cyberpunk, our president, kind of stole the show because he had the original tank uh, skin from mm-hmm. the original concept, okay. the Badland skin, mm-hmm. I think it's called, that actually like looks like the muted sand color. Okay. Um, so there's lots of pictures and, and visuals they got of that, and so he's the only one that had that skin, and uh, nice. they made it pretty far. I kept tipping the thing over. I'm not allowed to drive anymore. <laughs> for, <real. laughs> for a certain reason, oh, it was huh? bad. Wow. It was bad. But it was okay. fun. It was okay. fun. Okay. All right. Well, listen, Fist to Face Gaming, thank you for the resub, resub with Prime. Good old Amazon Prime. We appreciate that as always. Deaf Child, thank you for the follow. And Southern Cross, thank you for the follow too. Welcome. If it's your first time with us, 
We appreciate you all being here. Uh, we've got a really cool show today. We're taking on a subject that uh, you don't hear too many people talk about. Uh, and that's going to be the Hull series, particularly the Hull D and E. Um, <clears throat> there's been a lot of anticipation on the Hull C. Uh, we've seen that the Hull A has been added to the roadmap for first quarter of next year. Uh, but these ships are further down the line. We kind of always kind of, I think that's probably why people don't talk about them too much, right guys? Because it's like, eh, they haven't got past whole C, so, you know, D&E is somewhere down the down the road uh, when they arrive. But there is a lot of conversation about these ships in the sense of their use, uh, their abilities within the universe. And most of the time people talk about is their vulnerabilities, or at least what seem to be vulnerabilities. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to... Uh, do a giveaway today. We are doing a giveaway of a Gatak Raylan, a Gatak Raylan uh, with LTI, if I'm not mistaken. I think I bought it with LTI. And so that's going to be something that we do today as well. Even though we're talking about the hull ships, we thought we'd kind of keep a cargo theme to it. And so let me say way ahead of time, employees and staff of Soul Citizens are restricted from putting in because there's a certain person who has a skull cap on with some headphones who always puts in when it's time for us to do a raffle. <laughs> so just the <laughs> one person has won. That's on the current group right now. Only one person but he, has won. He won by Why proxy. He, a brilliant he won by proxy. He won by proxy. So that was a whole different thing, right? I keep trying. Yeah, I see. I see. Uh, let's see. Lucky. Hey, Lucky. Good to see you. Who's out there? Hey, Gigi. Gigi's out there today. And hey, let's see. Fist. Yeah, good to see everybody. Yep. And Jade. Jade. Yes, Jade. Jade is out there. Okay. We got a good crew here today with us kicking us off. Vaughn, Cody. Good to see you. Gataki. Uh-oh. Vaughn says you failed to mention the Gataco map. Uh-oh. Hey, look, Somebody throw hey, some hate. He, I, so he was, he, was, he was with us yesterday at the uh, Bar Citizen, apparently. Yeah, you tell know, everybody so. a little bit about that real quick. Tell everybody about your Bar Citizen. So yeah, yesterday uh, you know we had the uh, one of the f the first bar citizen uh, in person bar citizen uh, in Atlanta, and uh, over a year it was great, uh, awesome. It was outdoors. Everybody was safe. We stayed uh, stayed socially distant, you know, until we weren't. But we had a great time. Mm -hmm. um, it was cool to actually talk and discuss the, the game that we all uh, love to play. So uh, you're it, physically. It was distant but socially together yeah we were physically distant but socially together uh, mm -hmm. yeah we came out there we had some good food i mean it was awesome to see everybody just kind of come together and pitch in to uh to just kind of create that event so <clears throat> yeah wow zaylin thank you so much thank you thank you thank you for that resub with the prime appreciate that well listen fast card go map says he's got some images from that um event yesterday so he'll have those up for you for thursday because we really want to see uh, that bar citizen, you know, now that things are kind of slowly coming back to normal, uh, it's great that people can get back together again. We've been doing the virtual ones, but, uh, yeah, man, the fact that you guys are able to get together in the ATL is pretty cool. So I'm, uh, I'm jealous that you guys got one. We got to get one going into shy. I know that cause we, we've been lacking. I don't think we've had one here in probably two years. And, and that was even before that happened. So anyway, Gladestone, good to see you as well. All right, let's jump into it. Um, Gigi, <laughs> thank you for the resub as well from Prime. Thank you for seven months. Awesome. Um, okay. Uh, again, we're talking about the whole D and E. Um, let me throw this at the panel today as our opening topic about cargo. And we've talked about the issue of cargo, trade, and transport before. Um, 
would how do you guys see these ships i'm going to start with love this time and work my way back the other way love how do you see the role of these ships in game i mean these are we were before the show in the pre-show we were talking about how large they are GoMap was giving us some numbers about the size um what do you see these things being used more for transport uh in the sense of um like you know you're getting hired contract or whatever do you see them being used as trade where people are actually going to sell their own wares the things that they've acquired maybe miners or people who are acquiring food or medicine. I mean, what do you, where do you see these ships landing? Cause they're big. Yeah. I, I think they're almost too big to use, but um, the advantage of them being large ships is like the whole E for instance, is meant to use multiple jump points and like go from system to system to system. Mm -hmm. So I see it as, cargo like as trade i don't know if there's going to be a type of like npc contract system but if if players are using these for trading going to a terminal and buying and selling it's it's a long haul <laughs> try to find those safe lanes and and stay out of trouble because mm. these are just too big and too vulnerable mm. okay plus what about you what's your spin on these ships trade transport what's the what do you think these these big behemoths are about well, I agree with LM. Um, I, you'll probably see a lot of these being used. I mean, these going to be these are corporate ships, so you'll probably see a lot of these being used in some cases uh, for transport. Who is that? I just went ahead and donated. Shipwreck. Shipwreck. Thank you, nice. Shipwreck. Thank you for the resub for seven months. We appreciate that. Thanks, Ship. Thanks, Shipwreck. Um, so yeah, you'll probably see a lot of orcs probably use them for transport, depending on the size of their fleet. Probably. Mm. Uh, I would also like to think that this will also be dictated as far as cargo or trade. It'll probably be dictated by, by quantum. Mm. Uh, it'll probably be dictated by quantum. Because mm. um, I want to see how people take advantage of that, mm. take advantage of, of where the resources are and how much is needed um, and, and what uh, quantum is going to try to you know throw in in terms of the needs. Mm. Um, so I, I, I see that being, I see cargo being dictated by quantum, but I see tra uh, being uh, transportation being dictated by the orcs. We'll Ooh. see how that works. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, okay. All right, go, Mav. It's on you, man. Good wrap us up on this. What do you think about this trade, transport, practicality of it? Give me some thoughts. Yeah. So I, I look at these ships, and I think you know you you got to break them out from the normal cargo running into into a more of a freight category. Um, I don't. I in looking back at CIG and giving giving the players agency i believe they'll they'll allow you to go to these uh to the terminals and fill it up with commodities if mm -hmm. you so choose it probably won't be the best idea like you you if you have a cat caterpillar or you know or a whole c you probably want to use the the cargo ships for commodity trading and the freight liners for more um freight contracts but you know i mean just to just to put it in perspective a whole c we're not even talking about a whole c but a whole mm -hmm. c is mm -hmm. 10 times the cargo capacity of a caterpillar mm -hmm. <laughs> and a whole d is five times the capacity of a whole c so <laughs> It's yeah, it, 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 when you start thinking about how, you know, even trying to fill one of those up with waste, like the cheapest commodity in the game, mm -hmm. how many millions UEC that will cost. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's even feasible to think about even organizations filling them up for trading mm -hmm. and how much you'd be risking to do that versus the reward. So, mm -hmm. Okay. But we shall see. People will try to do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can. <laughs> In this game especially, right? <laughs> now that's that's a very, very good point. 
Um, yeah, yeah I, I, again, that's kind of why we're talking about this. Just so you guys know, too, there's going to be a little bit of theory crafting in here. We've tried to do some homework on stuff that CIG has put out. Uh, and they've put out some stuff over the years, but the most recent stuff that we're going to be going over today even is only the last two years. When we go over the specs and everything, that has been two years since they've updated. And we know that they've been doing work on the whole CNA. So whether these numbers are still legit, you know, take it for what it's worth. We know they'll probably be somewhere around there uh, when it comes to SCUs and cargo and capability of the ships. But uh, we're going to go with the information that we do have from both CIG and also from the community. So uh thanks okay let's do that let's jump well, according in. to the website mm -hmm. the whole d was last updated eight months ago oh really the d was oh yeah okay well that's even better you know what i was looking at was the ship matrix page and maybe that's yeah. off but thank you thank you so that, that's good no, it's, that, that's it's, even better it's even more recent it's, and that's good yeah the, the matrix is, is updated as well griff okay um eight eight months same thing okay eight months. why did i have two years there i had two years for something the, the, whole e, the, e. the whole E. The whole E. Oh, it was the E? Yeah, okay, okay. E. All right, yeah. thank you. Yeah, All right, the E cool. and the B and the A and the C. For some reason, they just touched up the D eight months ago, which oh, was, mm -hmm. what, well, that's last good. IAE-ish? That's good. Well, maybe because of the fact that they're doing the C, that forced them to start addressing it, and maybe the E is going to be, the obviously, the last one that they're going to deal with. So that's good. All right, good stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's um, let me uh, jump to, I think, uh, LM, you've got the first read on the, oh, no, GoMap does, right? Uh, on the whole D. Uh, Gomap, why don't you give him a real quick, just real quick briefing on the description on how CIG describes the whole D. Yeah, thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. So the whole D kicks off the uh, larger end of the spectrum with a massive ship built around a rugged frame. Uh, the whole D is affordable enough to be operated by mid-sized organizations and companies. Um, but in Holdi is often used as flagships uh, for mercantile um, operations, but mm. their bulk means that they should be operated with an escort fighter and not in safe space. So don't go out into <laughs> the verge by yourself without a vanguard or somebody with you. Um, the UE military um, uses modified Holdis as part of their supply chain, um, arming and refueling other soldiers on the front line. So mm. they also have a military use as well. Mm. Interesting. Okay. By the way, I, let me ask, does anybody here own a whole D? Anybody? Anybody on the panel? Absolutely not. No, I have a, no. I have a B from one of those, like, packs, which is rinky-dink by comparison. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, could, I, if somebody could, with FastCard, I know you're out there. Could somebody do me a favor and look up the pricing uh, on the whole D and E? Because I I've, I've forgot to write that down. And I know it was, like, uh, six and... The D should be like three fifty. Three fifty for the D. The, it should be like three fifty, but I can also. Uh, okay, yeah. Share. If somebody can drop that in chat for us, that would be great. The D and E. Uh, I, I know that the I know that the C was two fifty when it came out, and uh, and in fact, we're going to be giving away a hull C. Not today, not today, because we've got one. But we're going to give one away when the hull C is about to be launched. So maybe in January, whenever that first quarter comes up. We've got one in buybacks that we're going to be giving away. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, okay, so nobody here owns a whole D. Okay, thank you, Fastcart. Whole D, like you said, uh, LM, $350 on that and $650. That's a huge jump. Yes, I remember and it that used was to be $550. The whole E concept mm -hmm. is $550, and now it has jumped. Mm -hmm. Okay. But remember, well, mind you, just think about, I mean, these things are carrying cargo mm -hmm. or freight. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to refer to what they carry as freight <laughs> and not cargo. Um, the whole D carries 20,736 SEU, mm -hmm. while the whole E 
is 98,000, 98. mm. right? So it's five times <laughs> Go map, that. He's, he's still on that. <laughs> Look, like, say, say that again, Go Map. Say that again. What, what, is, what, what is the whole carrier, Go Map? What is that whole carrier? Freight and not what? Uh, it's, it's freight and not freight cargo. Thank you, Go Map, because I don't think people understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. think they understand about okay. that ship. All right, LM, do me a favor. Can you give us the background on the whole E? Absolutely. The largest specialized freighter available on the market today, the Hull E is generally owned by major corporations and operated with a high degree of planning. The lack of maneuverability inherent in such a large ship means that anyone planning to operate them should be careful about equipping turrets and providing escort. Their potential load and modularity is unparalleled. However, no other ship allows as much room to store goods or to modify towards another role, which that language is inherent in the original concept language, this idea that like, yes, it has all of these like skeletal pieces for holding cargo, but there's always this language of like, oh yeah, it's modular and you can change it, but it never says to what. Like oh. it's very vague if you oh. look. If, if you look at the old, you found some of these materials, Griffin, mm -hmm. but in the old, spread about all the hulls there is some language about oh yeah like it's modular but there is no there is nothing specific as like well what do you mean do you oh. mean putting on like like pods or something for more turrets do you mean like what would that even oh, or that... maybe modular is not what we think of modular now maybe modular is like oh well it's not all one type of cargo maybe you can well, change if it. if you look if you look at the whole series they resemble another very modular ship and are made by the same manufacturer uh, <laughs> wait 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 colossal and i want you to answer the love machines thing because you and i had this conversation what, oh. is, what is the modularity about the whole E and why is it that it can actually be something else other than just cargo? I mean, uh, there's, some, you, there's something take... that you can put on it. There's something that you can actually put on it. Do you remember what it is? I mean, if I remember, if, if I remember conversation correctly, it was something about you can, you can be able to put in um, stuff that would be able to transport ships. Weapons mounts, you know, ships. Weapons, weapons mounts, ships and things like that. So you can transport uh a a um maybe a gladius you mm -hmm. might be able to transport uh, obviously you'd be able to transport things like dragon dragonflies and things like that but mm -hmm. yeah there's there's some ship you should be able to do that yep. i mean the lore suggests that it's the military uses it to transport vehicles so mm -hmm. if that's oh. the case the question is will they allow for citizens or players to modulate to transport the same type of equipment if not something of less mm -hmm. so uh, be interesting yes uh one of the conversations from back in the day and i'm going to try to find the graphic here there were some graphics that cig did some schematics there were schematic graphics that they did and on those schematic graphics and some of the earlier stuff they showed if you notice like the picture that's up right now you see it's got the billboards on the side mm -hmm. that implies the ability as someone i think chanta crow just mentioned it in chat the ability to um do advertising now, whether that's yep. advertising, like you're getting paid for doing it or what. Um, but again, you know, we always talk about how CIG or Chris puts things in the game uh, to have some type of purpose. And I've got I mean, there's also org branding possibilities ooh, too, you know. Or, yeah, not necessarily advertisements ooh. for like, a, you know, external I, purpose, but a, this is a whole E run by blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, I like that idea. I'm trying mm -hmm. to find, there was a graphic that they had, and I, I don't have it here. Maybe someone can stumble across it. There's a graphic that they had. They showed these variants of what it would look like that you could put these other attachments on the ship. 
like you said, that's LM. What I didn't see. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, there there was something. Now maybe it was something that was fan made. I gotta be real careful about that because you know the fans be putting out stuff and they'd be looking pretty good too. And it's not necessarily CIGs. And it may have been that something was that people were putting out because CIG stated that. But the impression that was given was that the ship does have this modularity capability of being able to defend itself in greater ways other than the mounted guns that are on it now. So I'm I'm sorry that I didn't get to pull that up and I've talked on it. Okay. But but anyway, we're gonna move forward. I think it's, it's I think it's the in a WIP post that you put up. Is it I don't know. It could be. I'm, I'm looking through it. Yeah, Watch thank it. you. I got to I don't have the octopus arms today. Where's Fast Cart? Okay, no. All right, so let's um <laughs> let's um let's go ahead and move forward. What we will do now is give you guys some of you all don't know that CIG actually did thank you, Lefty. The Q&A for the whole E. If anybody wants to pull that up or are watching the video, that would be helpful. And I'll do the same thing. We're going to show you guys a video that CIG put out a little while ago of the whole C. Now, we're showing you that because the whole D and E are just bigger versions. And you guys already know that. Um, they've got a little bit more differences to them than that. But in general. Uh, but we want to give you an idea of the scale uh, of these ships. Because I think that, we, we, you know... It's, it's hard to kind of get an idea of how big these ships really are, but they are big. Once you start getting to the C, D, and E, they're pretty large. So let's take a quick look at this one video and then we're gonna come back and then we'll talk about what we see and then go from there. Chanta Crow, thank you so much. Oh, five community subs. Thank you so, so much. You all make sure you all give a shout out to Chanta Crow. Citizen hey, that's Atlanta representing right there. Bar Citizen Atlanta. Pramster JJ plagued and Stucky. You guys got those gifts. That is so awesome. Thank you Chanta Crow for doing that. Okay, let's uh, take a quick look at this video and we'll be right back.
Okay, so have, let me ask you, have, have you guys seen that video before, before I even get into it? Had you guys seen it? Yes. Okay, you seen I it before? Not. You hadn't? Okay, go map. have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Love, what'd you think of it when you when you saw that? Uh, where is the ship? <laughs> We're pretty much done. Like, right. Uh, right. I mean, all I could do is just, you know, mm -hmm. uh, quantum jump people around, but yeah. without docking or without the uh, little, little what, what are we going to call them? The little splines? I don't even know mm -hmm. what to call the, all the Spindles. Yeah. Yeah. Some people call them spindles. Yeah, the, yeah. Spindles. That's what it is. Spindles. Yeah. And to your point, that was the one thing that they were working on. The grid issue and spindle issue was the issue with the ship. So that's been like the big holdup over time. Because uh, we saw this a little while back, but were you impressed with the size? I mean, was it the size you thought? Now, now mind, just a whole C we're looking at. So, was that like the size you figured it would be—a little smaller, a little bigger? The layout? What'd you think of it? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because the B is smaller than a freelancer, and the C is larger than a freelancer. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, it had multiple decks. Clearly, it had the very interesting that outer little viewing area where you could exit and where that one character was standing like with his you know arms crossed over mm -hmm, a railing <clears throat> um that was interesting yeah mm -hmm. yeah so and to go map's point and go map you know to your point earlier you know if this is what a whole c is right you know when we start talking about a d and an e uh you know i mean a c is big i mean it really is big what was the size on it again i forget what the measurement was on it you said it earlier on the whole C? Oh, for the cargo. For the, for the SCU. Cargo, yeah. it's, it's about 4,000, 4,000 4, somewhat um, uh, SCU mm -hmm. in cargo. Okay. 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 Um, to answer the point that uh, Love mentioned earlier, uh, we went up to the Q&A, and uh, one of the things that Colossal mentioned this was the fact that the whole E could actually drop escort fighters um from the ship itself and it depends on how you configure the ship because they talk about it'll be up to you how you can configure it they also talked about this and i forgot about this there's a military variant of the ship as well right. which i completely completely forgot about it's been a while since i looked at well i, I looked at part of this i didn't look at that part when i was looking at it the other day what you gonna say, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I, I mean from and i and i'll look again and somebody maybe can clarify it on the panel but um, uh, from what I saw, it says the UEE often uses it as a military right. transportation and things like that. Yep. I don't know if they will allow players to do that. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think it is. It's for the UEE. Agreed. Right. Okay. We were talking about earlier how the whole C will be one of those ships that we see in PCers. It's supposed to be the most popular of the transport ships or cargo ships that we'll see in game being flown by NPCs. Uh, and again, right. I think sometimes we forget about the fact that that ratio of nine to one or 10 to one when it comes to being in the verse, that there are gonna be ships that we're gonna see out there that may be not being piloted by us, but by someone else or NPC, aliens, all types of stuff that could be happening in game. Um, okay, so let me, let me move on here. Um, the ship matrix, we're gonna take a quick look at that. And uh, by the way, if you guys have any questions or anything you all wanna present, uh, use the little uh, ellipse, the little uh, solar or soul citizen symbol down there by chat. Uh, you can put your questions in there and we will uh, respond to them if we can later on in the show. And don't forget, we're doing the giveaway later for uh, a Raylan, a Gatak Raylan. So uh, for you cargo people out there or for those of you who love alien ships, that might be something you want to stick around for. Um, question? Yeah, sure. And an answer. Uh oh You know, so... Um, when somebody wins that, that Raylan, how will you be able to, uh, send it to Colossal? The answer is <laughs> <laughs> you can donate to the bank of Colossal. <laughs> yeah, give that Raylan. yeah, I don't think, I don't think too many people want to give that one away. I don't think people are going to be using it as a token either. I think if they get it, they're going to hang on to it. 
Um, humanity. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, let's let's jump into it here. Uh the ship matrix. Uh let's start out with let's start out with the whole D uh first, because that's the one that we want to kind of tackle. Uh we just kind of read these descriptions on both of them. Uh let me get out of that. Let me go to the specs here. Um so these both fall into that category of heavy freight. And 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 go map to your point, they didn't call it heavy cargo. They called it heavy freight. That's the classification that this went into. And like I said before the show, we were really talking about these ships are really on the heavy end of moving things around. Uh, let's take a look at the sizes here. Uh, if you guys are able to read that, hopefully chat, can you guys read those numbers? Please let us know if you are able to read those numbers. I hope you can. Um, the length on the hull D is, was it 299? Am I reading that right? 209, 209, which is 209. just for comparison in Endeavor's length right now is listed at 200. Mm, mm, okay. Wow. Which will probably change. Yeah. Of course. For the Endeavor, yeah. yeah definitely. The question is, is that is that extended, extended. length mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. is that collapsed? I would have to think that's extended, mm, to be honest with you, based on the size of that ship. Um of an endeavor see the other problem that's the same thing with the endeavor because the endeavor is always based upon the collapsed version that's not right. the full length yeah. version so maybe it is collapsed go map you might be onto something there they may be equal in size be. yeah they i would yeah they would probably equal in size when they're collapsed but of course the endeavor can be much longer when it's all said and done if you add all the mod not all the modules but if you you know if you do the module fill-ins on it i would think it would be a little mm -hmm. bit bigger okay uh as to the whole d is what 372 372. Okay, cool. Uh, beam, 76. Is that, I can't read. I, my 70. That is so bad. Thank you. 70. Okay, I got to yeah. bring it up on my screen here. 70. Okay, and yeah. 104 for the whole E. Height, 70 meters versus 104 meters. Now, that, see, this is the part that makes me wonder, is that collapsed or open? Because that because seems pretty square. big. Yeah, that seems pretty big if it's, if it's collapsed. 104 meters in height? What do you guys think? Yeah. So that's got to be with the uh, arms open. What? Do, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it does have to be what it's what it open. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, and, I would think. I'm trying yeah. to see because, uh, well, uh, yeah, that has to be open. A Carrick's height right now it's 30 meters. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a whole. That's a whole Carrick. Exactly. Exactly. That 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 to me makes it too much of a push. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, that's what we're looking at is a fully extended spindle is three carats high yeah yeah <laughs> right. wow. unbelievable yeah. yeah that's that's pretty big <laughs> that's pretty big um the other thing is that these and, and, and you guys don't have this on the matrix on the screen but the a b and c are considered small and medium as to when you get here their category moves to capital so these ships are considered in capital class at this point uh their size is pretty big 1.2 million uh what's that k what is kg kilograms it can't yeah. be. is it kilograms thousands okay mm -hmm. all right versus 1.6 uh kilograms now this is the area we were talking about earlier guys take these numbers for whatever they're worth uh cargo capacity is uh if we go to a whole c which we just looked at uh gomab gave us some really good examples here the number back yeah. then was 384 uh but a whole d and I, 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 that's another thing too by the way that see the see on here on the matrix that's two years ago on the matrix now, I'm not looking at the at the ship spec, I'm looking at the matrix. 
it says that was updated two years ago. And now we know that number is bigger. What was the number you gave us, Go Map? For the whole no, the C. number that we got for the whole C is uh, four six zero eight. Yeah, four six zero eight. Four six zero eight. Okay, and yeah. and that makes more sense. I'm just saying because here it was three sixty four, and we got to remember this is back in the day when they were going from freight units to SCU, so they may, uh, may not have translated that, or somebody just missed it. Um, but now the whole C is what twenty thousand seven thirty six. Is that the number? No, you guys whole D is twenty thousand. I mean D, whole D. Thank you. Yeah, the D is twenty thousand seven uh, seven thirty six, mm-hmm. and the uh, E is ninety eight thousand three oh four. Okay, ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> which is if that's SCU. I did some math earlier. If you if you if an SCU is one point two five meters cubed, mm-hmm. that all of that in a giant cube is like eight. A hundred or eight thousand—it's like eight thousand meter cube or something. Like it's something obnoxious. Like the amount of cubes that you could just put together. Like it's is obnoxious. Mm, wow. Okay. And you gonna have people that be like, "I want to be able to fill it up." <laughs> like you ain't filling this thing up. Stop let it. Them, hey, let them try. Let <laughs> them try. It'll be filled with scrap. <laughs> they can fill up. They can fill up. They cut with brandy because that's how they should feel after they lose all that material. Well, I'm telling you, look, the, the whole the the capital size whole ships are going to spawn pirates as soon as you get out of protected space. It is going to spawn Idris pirates, and if you don't have co- uh, escorts, it's a wrap. Mm. You're going to cause a traffic jam of Quanta. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what's going to happen, huh? <laughs> All right, there's nothing here for SCM speed or afterburner speed. Those numbers aren't there, but this is just Slow. interesting to me. Uh, yeah, you know, see, I, you know, I got to push back a little bit, go map. I used to run freight in Eve, right, which was very dangerous to do, and I rarely got nailed because there are certain techniques when you run freight that you know to do to stay away from pirates. Now, if you're naive and you stay in the travel lanes, you're asking for it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. space is big, brother, and you got to be real good. To catch a good well, freighter, freighter pilot. That, now, now, that'd be that, real that'd be also, good. Like if, if quantum means if like Tony Z says, hey, mm-hmm. pirates are going to p- appear over here. Mm-hmm. So if you know not to go over here and you take the long way around, you can avoid the right. pirates. Right. Then cool. But right. as of uh, everything we've seen so far has been like. It's random. It spawns based upon where you're this, at. This is true. This is true. Not where the pirates but, are but just supposed because, to be. But just because pirates show up doesn't mean that they're going to get what they want. See, part of the part of the issue is this. I, when I listen to people, not you, when I listen to people talk about piracy in the sense of these big ships and stuff, the first thing they want to talk about is their defensive capability, guns, things of that nature, right? My job, if you hire me, to, if you hire me and say, Griff, I need you to move this stuff from here to here. My job is to get your stuff there. It's not to get into fights. It's not to get into battles. It's none of that. My job is to get the stuff there. And, and I think that people assume automatically if there's an interdiction, if there's a stopping, that there has to be a dynamic of battle or combat. First of all, you got to start the fight with me and I got to be willing to accept the fight. And if my option, if I'm planning myself out well enough so that even if you interdict me, and I'm not saying I agree with you 100%, you should have escorts with you. But if I take a high risk run, believe me, I think that I'm going to be, I'm going to try to make sure that I, I get away. I ain't trying to fight you. I'm not trying to fight you with 20,000 <laughs> worth of stuff. Because if I lose, I lose big time. You don't lose nothing. The most you lose is your ship. I'm going to lose a whole lot of stuff. Dude, it ain't worth it. It's for me as a transport I would, I would pilot. Think, I would think that, I would think 
the pirates mm-hmm. that are sitting in these trading lanes or whatever that mm-hmm. are that are that are sitting there waiting to lay a trap mm-hmm. on these whole ships know how to stop them or are capable of yeah. preventing you from running um if, if you know if that's the case like we pull you out we target your engines we target your coolers or whatever your sh- whatever yeah we stop you from jumping we got a you know yeah. mantis there stopping you from jumping away we're going to disable you and we're going to take what we want i want to see him i want to see it happen i i yeah. agree in a travel lane i agree with you 100 percent yeah. I, I want to see it happen for those of us who know how to work around travel lanes. I think that I think we're going to be way more elusive. And if you get us, it'll be strictly by luck. It won't be because you're so strategic about it. Space is too freaking big. I mean, space is yeah. really big. And 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 and, I, and don't get me wrong. I agree with you 100 percent. The insurance factors is definitely having those escorts with you and everything else, mm-hmm. you know, because these are big ships. You mentioned a point about they're laborious to move. They don't turn on a dime. It ain't like you can just spin around and find some waypoint and shoot off. You right. know, I agree with you 100 percent. But but we'll see. You know, we, we, we will see. Now, here to your point, let's move on to this next category here where we talked about crew sizes. Now, let me ask you this. Do you guys think these crew numbers are realistic? They say minimum crew three and four. D and E, maximum crew five and five. I say that is going to be completely dependent on like how in the future the mechanical systems are going to break down. Those things are so huge; mm. they're going to have so many systems. I think I think you're going to have a minimum of like five mechanics. You're not even <laughs> including the you know the pilot, the scanner. Like mm-hmm. I just think you're going to have to have so many mechanics running back and forth, keeping it up to snuff. It's just so huge. Do you think, you know, and here's a question too. I don't know if you guys have any feelings on this in Colossal, you grinning. So I got to ask this question. When they give us these numbers for crew, what does that mean? Because not to be funny, let's say that there's, let's say this ship is laid out similar to a freelancer, right? You know how the midships are. You've got pilot, co-pilot, and two other people in the back, right? Well, that's four, right? Love, you just mentioned about the fact of an engineer, maybe an engineer or two, right? And then there's the dynamic of, do you need security? Because even to go map's point, if I get pulled out of quantum and stopped and somebody nails my engines, their next move is going to be pretty much is if they if they were trying to be lucrative about it is to try to board my ship. So, okay, so are those five people enough to hold down the ship internally? Okay. So let me answer that question really quickly, because I, it's, it's, it's no different. What they gave you or what they're giving us <clears throat> is no different than what we call bureau- bureaucracy. It's no different than the state coming out with policies mm-hmm. and saying, this is what, what we want you to do. Now you figure out on how, how, how you can achieve it. Right. So basically a good example of it is when you're building a house, you got a code, right? There's a code in terms of how to, mm-hmm. how to supply the roof, how to make the floor and stuff like that. The states are going to give you the minimum standard mm-hmm. on what to achieve to make that house, the minimum standard. It may not be the best, but it's efficient enough for you to make that house. Okay. So it's no different than what CIG is doing. They're giving you the minimum standard of what it takes to run that, that ship. ship. They okay. don't care about you and your dynamics of security. They're not caring about all that other stuff. They're just telling you this is how many people we think it's going to take for you to run, to run that ship. ship. Anything else, logistics, mm-hmm. you figure it out on your own. Okay. Now, so, and that number could refer to the go. maximum number of beds because crew could mean, oh, you log right, out. Right, right. And that's what it is usually tied to. Alex Granger mentions us talking about the crew size referring to life support. Chris and them talked about the fact that life support will be a factor of how many people you can have on your ship too. In other words, y'all, the filtration air systems in the ship <laughs> will accommodate a certain amount of bodies. So for those of you who think that you're going to have this ship that you can put uh, 50 people on, 
but the, 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 the oxygen system and everything is determined for a maximum of 10 or 20, uh, some, y'all gonna, your eyes are going to start spinning and y'all going to fall out eventually. So that's something to think about with these ships as well. Um, oh, lefty's killing me. <laughs> so what if you hold your breath? Okay, lefty, yeah. What if we hold our breath, right? Okay, let's, let's move on to the next set of specs here. Uh, propulsion. Uh, what does it say there, gang? Uh, da, 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 da. Is that aviation or propulsion I'm looking at? I, I think I skipped one, didn't I? I should have did. No, I did. It's avionics. Okay, propulsion. Avionics, propulsion yeah, yeah, I must have got them screwed up. But anyway, let's do. Oh, it's avionics. Okay, let's do propulsion for right now. Then, um, let's see. It has two sea fuel tanks. I don't know what those classifications are. Um, capital. Well, You'd be capital. Oh, capital. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Capital class fuel intakes, capital fuel tanks, quantum drives, jump module, and quantum fuel tanks with no great details, except for when you get over to the hull E, where the hull D has two times. Somebody gave us a nice subscription. Who was that? Oh, Lefty gave us five subscriptions. Lefty, thank you, thank you. Test squadron, best squadron from Lefty. Lucas Lights, Delvos. Is that Valeros, Valari Rose, SGL Rose. Logic, Valerie Rose. Rose. Thank yeah. you. And Nihilus. Oh God, Nihilus got one. Oh, All right, thank you, Nihilus. thank you, thank you for the gift subs. We appreciate that. What? Lefty. Um. Okay. Uh. So anyway, I was saying for the whole E, whole D, they are two X fuel t- in tanks. Where on the uh whole E, they're four X fuel tanks, and the quantum fuel tank is double in size. Also on the whole E. I think one of you guys mentioned this earlier about the whole E being designed for doing those real deep, long range travel things. Um, yeah, I think that at the end of the day, that'd probably be the most useful use case is not even using the spindles and it can just move people all over the place. Mm, like Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's look at that next spec we got here. Thrusters. Anything special about thrusters we need to talk about between the two? Uh, wow. Uh, 12 fixed maneuvering thrusters on both ships. Uh, the D has four and retro thrusters and eight main thrusters. The hull E has six retro thrusters and 10 main thrusters. Big, 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 powerful ship. And last but not least, what is that one? Weaponry. I didn't do systems. That's weird. Um, okay, let's talk about the weapons real quick here. Uh, they're to be determined. Uh, what's TBC? To be something? Anybody know yeah. what TBC is? Is it TBC or TBD? It says TBD and TBC. TBC. Yeah, okay. TBC. To be confirmed, to be continued. Okay. They don't know yet. They haven't published it. That's what it means. They don't know, right? We don't yeah. know. What I'm not seeing on that list of of those things is whatever is supposed to let the whole C, D, and E. There is writing here that says they are equipped for water landings. For on low gravity worlds, I have to blown up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just found that very, very interesting. That no other ship has any type of writing for like, oh yeah, water landings because mm. we're having Ospreys in Star Citizen. But okay, the hull's gonna do that. Like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And in addition, in addition, there is clarification on the military version with the hull E. I think we said as, uh, there's one. They said yes. Right. The military designation is is the R5M Proteus. The Proteus. Yep. Yep, yep. That's what it's called. So interesting. Mm-hmm. And you said you saw water landings here too. 
Uh, water landings in the hull for every job. It's like the Miss Cole series uh, the, uh, mm -hmm. piece of writing. Mm -hmm. There's a section called But How Does It Land, which of course is like, you know, if the spindles mm -hmm. are exposed, you have to dock. Otherwise, they all are equipped for ground landing. However, they are equipped for water landings, which mm -hmm. it's in what scenario would you do a water landing that isn't just you crashing? Okay. It's my <laughs> I, I like enough. that if you if you find in the page water that there's the how there's the how does it land uh, piece sponge roberts thank you for the follow we appreciate that thank you thank you thank you okay so after looking at these specs we're gonna hit we're gonna start getting into this whole thing of how do we run these ships now but i want to ask this question to the panel uh who do you think should own these ships if, you know, if there's somebody, none of you guys own one. I don't own one. I will say this. I actually have a, a long-term plan to own all the hull ships. I have the A, B, and C, and my goal is to eventually get the D and the E. I said I work for them in-game. So, Love, I'll start off with you this time. Uh, who do you think should own a D and an E? Who in-game? Who in-game? I really, I just really don't see it. I mean, I think people own them, but I don't think we'll see them flying around. They're just too unusable. I don't think Mad Men would own these. Things. <laughs> I just really don't see. Like, there's so many other cargo options that the risk versus reward is just way too high. Uh -huh. Unless the modules are really cool, and it's like, oh, you know, we have a hornet's nest of 300s coming out of a hole. E. Like, uh -huh. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing kilometers of cubes <laughs> floating across space. I'm really not seeing it. Moriar says he owns one. He says Moriar says I'm one of the people that should have one. Go map, go map. What about you? Who should, who should? If do you think who should own a D or an E? Is there a certain level of player or what? Yeah. Um. So the same life that attracts those people that are that you have to dodge on the interstate driving those big rigs <laughs> across country from you know California to New York uh -huh. every day, right? Mm -hmm. There are people that enjoy mm. that long haul life. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. Um, it, look at Elite Dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. Not to bring another game. There are people that just like going from one side of the bubble to the other mm -hmm. and just want to see all the sites and make money while doing it, right? Through exploration or cargo running. Yeah. So, I, 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 you know, these ships, these freight running ships are going to be cross system chips mm. so if i want to you know I'm, I'm done with stanton and i'm, I'm i don't want to deal with the crap over here anymore and i want to just take off and see what's happening over at nick's i'll pull out my whole c and grab a cargo or freight contract mm -hmm. that'll get me paid once i get there mm -hmm. hire a couple people to, that can watch my back and let's hit the road okay those are the people that are going to want to do, do this okay yeah mm -hmm. now what i don't want to hear are the people that say well i want to do that but then tomorrow i want to come back and jump on my friend's javelin <laughs> like no you got to make choices either your ass is going to nix or pyro or you're over here hanging out in crusader i want to hear that you want to you know snap your fingers and, and teleport back okay okay colossal here's a scenario i know that you enjoy mining right and uh, we'll get into logistics later on, but when, um, no, okay, I'll save that question for logistics. I'll save that question for logistics. Who do who owns who needs to get this ship to you in your in your opinion? Uh, I the mean, D or e, the D or uh, e. I mean, it, it, who what? The D or E. Who should own it? Who should operate? Oh, I, what type I of mean, I, I mean, I, I I agree with my colleagues. 
I mean, especially with LM, I just want to say to Moriarty, what we say in the South is, bless your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Bless your heart. That's going to be a major undertaking. I mean, I probably would. Let's put it this way. I was going to jump on that bandwagon. I was going to purchase a whole D, whole E. Thank you, Nihilus. I was going to go ahead and purchase that. Um, you know, Nihilus is like my, you know, he's 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 the, he's my banker because he's make he makes sure that I I I purchase every shipping game. Mm-hmm. But um, but it, it's I see orgs doing that, man. I see orgs. Maybe Moriarty's going to go ahead and give it to his org and let his org go ahead and 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 run with it. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're going to be that one person running with it, I do see that that in Elite Dangerous. You do see that with those big old huge ships they got mm-hmm. in, in in game now with the capital ships. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if you see it in Elite Dangerous, then Griff, you're going to see it in, in Star Citizen. You're going to see a one or two person uh, piloting a whole D and a whole E. Mm. You're going to see that. So, but but I wouldn't recommend it. But but uh, but yeah, I, Org should should do that. But if 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 you're doing it with a one and two man three man show, more power to you. Let me know. Give me your um, your web address so I can see how you're doing it. I was about to say if you're if you're flying a full hull E, set turn your location on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go into your Moby Glass. Turn turn on your location. Mm-hmm. So let's let's, chat. let's revisit another subject and its value. Right, the cost of these ships. We talked about the whole C it was two hundred when it first got out. Concept is two fifty now. The whole D is three fifty now. The whole E is six fifty now. What do you think, or do you think there will be a price increase when these things get ready to become ready to fly? Do you think that they'll stay at those prices based upon what we've seen in the game so far with ships coming out? I think the only reason the price would change is if they come out with some information to say we're working on these things we're going to add these features right now there's no justification to change the price other than uh looking at the scu per dollar ratio of this is how much a freelancer max this is how much a rylan mm. is like i think if they came out and said hey hold d and ease they're gonna have the cool passenger pods ship pods all that if they release that they could put a couple 50s and hundreds on those so lm no, let I- me well, let me ask this then quick lm if people find out that that mystery modularity thing is legit, right? That I can attach ships to it. I can do cargo bins for vehicles. I can put weapons on it. Will that increase the value? Because it's, it's, it implies yeah. that there's some modularity, just like the Caterpillar, they talked about the modularity for that. Will, will that mm-hmm. make people take a second look at these ships beyond just that thing? You know, all the images just show boxes, right? So yeah. do you think that will make people look at the ship a little differently? I think, oh, absolutely. Especially the whole E being a lot more akin to like an Endeavor the second they actually confirm that and put some art to it that puts it like in the same pedestal as the Endeavor in terms of like customizability. Because right now it's just, okay, we could transport a lot of boxes, 650 USD worth of, of boxes. And the mm. second they the second they alter those numbers or add more features, then, oh yeah, that price will definitely go up. Mm. Okay. Go me up. You were going to say something. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? Yeah, I think I think you'll what you'll see first in game, right? Is because um, right now you see box missions, right? Which is a kind of, kind of the the low level cargo transport mission where you got to go pick something up, go. But we don't have any any cargo like hey a cargo contract mission. So once once they implement cargo and freight contract missions in the game, which we could support now with the C2s and the and the and the caterpillars, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um once they have that in game, then it once they have the 
other systems like the Knicks and the Pyros and the games with um, with the holes mm -hmm. that you'll start seeing that running freight could be a very very lucrative way of playing and very you know because the majority of people like a lot of people a lot of us like to play the game for do, to do the things that we want to do in the game mm -hmm. but then there's a lot of people that are going to do whatever makes the most money mm. right okay because they're like look i want to make as i want to make the as much money as i possibly can so then i can go do what i want to do mm -hmm. so i believe if, if they introduce you know freight contracts that said, hey, look, you got to take this this load from Arc L1 to Pyro 3. And, you know, if you got a, if you got a C, uh, you know, a whole C or whole D, you can make, you know, 200,000 or half a million on this run. Mm -hmm. You're going to start seeing people do that. In okay. there. It's all about how much money they can make, you know, and whether it's worth it at the end. Okay. All right. Blossom, thoughts? Uh, I, mean, you know? <laughs> you look, I mean, you look at your face. Yeah, because I, I I've been reading the the the, the chats, um, you know, answers and things like that, and mm -hmm. they got a lot of good, interesting theory crafting points over here. I I want to, you know, try to remind everybody that the um the the, the in terms of weapons, right? Because we're talking about will they increase the pricing of the D and so forth and 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 what have you? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I would have to look at that because what's going to have to impress me is are they going to uh, do something to increase the weapon? We just saw in, in one of the Q&As that they said that that's going to be a difference between the merchantmen and, and the holes because mm -hmm. the merchantmen will be able to um, uh, work on the, the weaponry and the holes less thereof. So with that being the case, that should be considered. If they're going to increase the price, they may, they're definitely going to increase the price of a whole D. I okay. don't see it sitting there. I really don't see it sitting there. I see the whole D maybe hitting 500. Mm. And the whole C, um, what do we say the price is right now with the whole C? 250. I'm sorry, not the whole C. The whole E is in Edward. 650. The E is 650. 650. Okay, probably no more than, probably no more than 758. You know, mm. so. Um, so yeah, I, I, there's going to be some price increases, guys. When it when it starts to become available, you're going to see those prices high. Okay. Sorry, I, that's my opinion. At least okay. I think that. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, let's go back a little bit here and talk about um, concerns about these ships, right? You know, a lot of times people have talked about the whole sea and they've talked about, oh, they're nothing but moving targets. Uh, as soon as we see them, blah 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 blah. What are the vulnerabilities of these ships? I mean, I, I mean, are they as vulnerable as people think? Are they as susceptible as people think? Uh, some of you all remember Star Jump put out a video last year when he did the one on Drake, and there was a scene in there where a Cutlass flew up to a hull C or hull D, and it put his tractor beam on and pulled the box off. Mind you, he he doesn't say that's the way the mechanics are working. Of course, it was just done for that particular situation, right. but. You know, uh, what is it? What is the vulnerability of these ships? Are they as vulnerable as they seem? Uh, you know, give me your thoughts on it, because you keep hearing about this dynamic of, of vulnerability of these ships. Well, They're as vulnerable as your lack of planning allows it. Well, and okay. one thing, one thing I do want to point out: mm -hmm. Hold D 
and whole E, capital ships. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. All right. I hear you. They have capital size power plants. Yeah. Capital coolers. And most importantly, capital shields. Yeah. Right? So you're not about to harass <laughs> a capital ship mm. with anything that is not meant to harass a capital ship. Mm. Let's not also forget that they're MISCs. And MISCs, capital ships, uh, mostly have very limited weapon weapons, mm-hmm. but very good armor. Very, right. very good armor. Right. So you're going to have a hard time trying to get into that ship. I know most people are not going to try to destroy it. You'd be a fool if you're going to try to destroy that ship. You're going to try to capture it. But um, so as far as getting to that armor, you better have some power to at least, you know, start cutting and maybe disabling. That's your thought. You want to disable those ships. You yeah, don't want to disable it. You want to yeah. disable it. But still, you're not going to fly up there with, with five arrows to a <laughs> D and do anything but cause that ship to giggle. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yep. Well said. Okay. Jajot asked the question, do stock components actually change the cash value of the ship? I mean, cumulatively, I would think yes. But when it comes to uh, insurance, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, CIG says there'll be two types of insurance. There'll be the one that you have six months, 12 months, five year, 12 year, 10 year, whatever, LTI, right? Uh, where your ship is restored back to you in its base state, in other words, stock. And then there will be an option for you to buy additional insurance. Some of you remember seeing just recently, they showed us the logos and talked about insurance companies. Um, the, they got the general versus State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Raymar, thank you for the timing. Prime timing on subscribe. that. Go. Thank you, Raymar. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, but you know they, they talked about the health insurance dynamic, but there's also the insurance they've talked about for insuring your ship for components and also being able to even insure when you're transporting cargo or freight. And of course, there'll be fees for that. And the question becomes, you know, is it worth it for you to pay those fees uh, in the long run? Um, but thank you for that question, uh, Jaja. That's a very good question. Um, let's see here, guys. Forgive me. I've got a technical issue going on over here that. I don't want to fix because I'd have to lose all of you all on camera. So I'm going to have to work around it. Um, the vulnerability dynamic. You, thank you for mentioning that go map. The capital dynamic is a factor. Uh, Love, what do you think about that? The, the, the this vulnerability dynamic of this ships. You know what? I didn't really think about the shield thing because we know that's coming. That's not in the game yet, but that is coming. Where like ships that are not meant to damage capital shields capital armor like they won't be able to do anything about it um because i was just going to say the vulnerability aspect is where can you take a whole d and e like right now we have the first kind of implementation of where the docking is going to be um so when systems are different and are very specialized or you know it's like well if i'm in the system i can only have cargo and dock only at this place you know that's where people could try to set up a trap and Mm. quantum stair torch like i think that's kind of the biggest vulnerability is like where can you go with with a whole d and e like what infrastructure can support you and then that obviously kind of makes it easy for people to try to single out those locations right. to try to pirate or, or grief. Mm, okay. Colossal thoughts. Oh, uh, I mean, that's, that's a very good, very good um, question in terms of where can they go? Because I mean, it's, if you talk about Nick's, uh, let's talk about pyro, for example, I mean, it's only one station out there. 
you know, mm-hmm. and um, and you definitely can't land with those ships. So you might want to try to, you know, come up with logistics to check and see what type of hauling ship you can get to come in there. And a whole E may not be um, uh, logical for mm. the viral system. You may have to come in with a merchantman. At least you can land. Well, mm, yeah. Ruin Station is a space station. Right, it's a space right. station. Like so she's going to be gonna, heavily. You should have docking, right? Not yeah, not if you can get to it. Landing. Right, if you can get to it, you yeah. know. So, um, it, but once again, I mean, these are these are interesting things. That's I guess that's another qu- a point that we'll get to. when We get to logistics. Mm-hmm. I try to hold my answer for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, <laughs> I think we lost Go Map for a second. You there, buddy? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Oh, okay, okay, it's your hand. I have okay. somebody running my room. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Um, all right, and, and Raymar, thank you so much for that compliment. I saw it flash through. We, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so let's let's look at this logistics dynamic. Uh, we've broken this down into several categories, dealing with storage, loading and unloading, security, escorts, and insurance. So let's talk about storage. Uh, this was my question I was going to present to you earlier, Colossal. Um, you're, you're into mining, big time. Um, and let's say that you're mining a particular mineral, whatever it is, several minerals, whatever they are, you're, you're out there doing your mining, you're out in the asteroid belt, uh, you're out there with your mole, and over a period of time, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, you've not only been mining this stuff, you've been keeping an eye on the market, right? Seeing this particular mineral and what the value of it is. And let's say that you have now mined, I'm just picking a random number. Let's say, let's say you've mined like 30,000 K in this particular mineral, right? All these minerals and stuff. And you've been putting them at the cargo decks, right? I mean, the cargo decks are going to be opened up for you to be able to store stuff that you have refined in mind, right? Now, you've got all this great stuff. You're sitting back saying, man, I got 30,000 of this stuff. And you're also paying attention to the market. And you just happen to see that over in the Gauss system or in uh, Nix or someplace else, that that particular mineral that you've got sitting in those cargo decks, sitting at Hurston or wherever, actually can sell for eight times the value if you get over there to drop this stuff off, right? Um, how are you getting it there? And are you willing to take that risk? Eight times the value of profit to jump maybe five, six systems. Are you gonna hire somebody? Are you gonna get your org to do it? How are you gonna move that stuff? Because yeah, you could sell it in Hurston, you know, or maybe you could sell it in, in Pyro. Are you gonna consider that this whole D or E is the way to get your stuff out and get that, you know, one big hit, that big score. Or are you going to just go ahead and load up a Caterpillar and do 20 runs? <laughs> you know, well, and take see, your I'm, chances. Yeah, yeah see, I'm, I'm not going to kiss and tell, but, but, that, <laughs> but that goes that goes with what, what you just listed earlier was the five elements of logistics. Okay. What you just listed: the storage, the warehousing, the packaging. We got you talked about putting the stuff in the in the um in the loading area and so forth. And you got mm-hmm. the inventory, and then you got the transport and information control. But the other parts is the five basic, okay, principles of logistics. Mm-hmm. That's the system of approach. That's the general logistics cost. That's the global optimization. That's the logistics coordination and integration. You talk about modeling and information and computer and support. So now you're talking about contacting other people. If you're seeing that quantum says that at this particular time, your item is worth this much, is worth tenfold mm-hmm. in Nix or Pyro versus Stanton. So now I'm going to go ahead and get in contact with, you know, 
with uh, Love Machine Industries and say, hey, Love Machine, I got, on, on, my stuff gets done on Thursday. It's now Monday. Okay, so I'm going to need your, your people available on Thursday, this many people. We're going to move from this time to this time to go from this system to this system. This is how, how much do you, do you require? What's your basic minimum? And how many people can you give me to help me support this? So that's the, the, the logistics part, because maybe at that time, hopefully at that time, mm-hmm. that the resources are still in need, okay, at that time, because you never know things change. But even if things are sporadic, and let's say I'm not done with mining, and I still got some, and, and, and the system comes up and says, it's 10 times worth the value, then yeah, you're going to have to go ahead and get somebody in your group Test squadron is, is, is big enough. We can go ahead and, and get that. If you when it comes to transportation, Griff, those people who transport in mine, we will sit out there 24 hours a day doing just that mm-hmm. and not have a problem. So mm-hmm. yeah, if it's worth it, you darn right. I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and put together my fleet to go ahead and, and, and get together other people and 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 um and, uh, and and take the risk. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. So you do. And there's you, plenty you take people that in risk. chat that will do it. Okay, so you'll take that risk. <laughs> you, you'd be willing to load yes, that thirty thousand into a D. Okay, okay. It ain't hard. Okay, all right. That's what I'm. I'm curious about. I'm curious I'll about this. Okay. Yeah, and get you a couple of folks to to escort you. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I'm saying? Make sure you got. Just make sure you, you got you got your your, your your T's dotted and your eyes crossed. And mm-hmm. you yes, sir. Okay. All right. Um, Your T's crossed let's, eyes, let's, Let me ask this question. I said that that way on, on purpose. <laughs> I know. I, I, I knew you couldn't help it. You had to. I couldn't it. help it. It was like, you know. <laughs> Love, let me ask you this question. Uh, CIG has talked about, or Chris has talked about the fact that there will be loading and unloading times that are going to be introduced in the game for these larger ships. So you can't just go to the console and say, move my 30,000 units of SCU over and you know, run down to your ship, and it's all there. Um, what, what will you be doing during those times? I, I don't know what those times will be—five minutes, thirty minutes, twenty minutes. But what would you be doing as a leader? You know, getting ready to make this shipment. Whether you're, you know, orchestrating it, whether it's your stuff or whatever. What would your org be doing? What, what were some things you'd be doing during that time, probably? Oh, probably like physical inventory management, going to the lockers and getting the right suits or whatever, mm. figuring out who's who's escorting in what ships, um, setting up some good tunes in the chat, <laughs> <laughs> getting a snack, yeah. drink water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are all a part of logistics, seriously, right? I mean, these are those other things that you have to think about when you're getting ready to take some folks out. Literally, maybe let's assume that you're jumping four, five, six systems, right? Trying to get somewhere. Um, you know, and this moves into the next point. Uh, well, before I get to the next point, uh, let's say that it takes 20 minutes, 30 minutes to load up, right? People are, I don't know if these are NPCs. I don't know how they're going to make this thing look like your ship's being loaded, whether we're physically going to see something or whether it is, there's a timer that says your ship is ready to go. They have implied, like ships like the SRV and stuff, that there'll be people who could actually work in careers. You know, maybe there are people in your org who can bring their SRVs and help the process of loading faster. Who knows, right? Uh, but that 30-minute window does give you time to handle another dynamic of logistics is what you're saying, right? As far as oh, prepping. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, prepping and then, like, thinking, um, like, it's not just, like, escort ships. It's, like, what type of support ships do we need? Because, yes, if we're making a long journey, we also have to get our characters food and water mm-hmm. um, and any other type of life support, too. So we'll be at the uh, burrito bar. <laughs> Um, or when they implement uh, chopstick gameplay, we'll get to the noodle bar. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and well, do that as well. You, you realize material good that we have to bring along. <laughs> you realize they're implementing the potty uh, di dynamic too in the game, so the burrito bar may not be the place to go for long term trips. You know that, right? <laughs> Something to think about. Something to think about later on. Uh, <laughs> go mad, go mad, <laughs> go mad. They are. They're implementing they really that. Are. They are implementing the boo boo thing, brother. So you got to be I ready, hope, dude. I'm telling you. I, I hope the vents <laughs> would be operational at that time. It's just like Death Stranding. <laughs> no, nobody. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, internal security. Uh, go map. What are we looking for on these hull ships for internal security? Are you bringing a security team, or are you just going to make sure that your your crew is capable? Uh, in order to uh, deal with if, if someone wants to do some form of piracy. This is internal security inside the ship. I, I just, you know, make sure everybody got their guns and know how to shoot. Okay. Get some med pens. Okay, so you're not uh, going to hire anybody. Equipment. You're just yeah, going to keep gonna, it just your crew? I, make sure your crew I, is tight? I, I think it'll be more effective to me to mm -hmm. hire people to fly escort ships mm -hmm. as opposed to having... Uh, but if they get Security nailed, if they get nailed, I'm saying if they get nailed, if you lose your escorts, well, if you get if, quantum. If, if, if escorts are getting nailed, that means the escorts are the ones getting shot at, and I'm not. They're doing their job. <laughs> so, you're right. So are you saying you leave chance. them behind? Is that what you're saying? That's what they get paid to do. That's why they are there to soak up the bullets. They are the threat. Okay, right? okay. Remember, remember when the 890 wasn't getting shot? Because yeah. it wasn't the threat. Okay. If they should be the threat, so they should be shot first while I I am picking another spot to quantum to and man god bless i'm out okay <laughs> hopefully they'll catch up later okay yeah yeah you know hey, you know holla at me when you get done cloning yourself again you know what I'm <laughs> okay uh colossal that moves to the escorts is where, where gobab went um how would you pay your escorts are you giving a percentage you're doing a flat fee is it based upon you know, every time we make a jump, you get paid this much money. How would you how would you pay your escorts? I mean, there could be so many things, but I mean, I, you could do a percentage because you want to make sure that you get there. <laughs> you want to make sure you get there. Mm -hmm. So at least, you know, maybe when you get there, you probably pay the entire full fee. You know, some orgs are asking the full fee up, up front, but you never that that becomes a trust issue. So um, I know Love Machine had a better uh, um, example of how to take care of that part. But yeah, I would pay a certain percentage, uh, you know, right at the start. And then maybe at certain points of the way you start giving the rest mm -hmm. until, you, until you're able to uh, finish the entire mission, which is get there from point A to point B. So, mm. okay, cool. Uh, LM, what about you? How are you going to handle that with escorts? Um, Colossal had a good point about the percentages of, like, you know, no one gets any money if the ship blows up. Like, you know, you can't even really guarantee, like, at the start, like, hey, like, if we don't make it there, like, you're not getting paid, you know, so hopefully that'll actually help uh, give people some motivation to, to do their job and soak up the bullets. So I think would probably if I make be it there and you don't, I'll take care of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, I'd probably pay them based on per stop if it's multi-stop or just a percentage if if you make it there. Mm. Okay. Uh, Curisum asks the question: Do you think people will sell shipments based on value speculation without the risk of actual transport? <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Do you think people will sell shipments? based on value speculation without the risk of actual transport. 
the well the the risk of transport's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't know how do we remove the risk of transport from Well, I think they're saying without, you know, will people just sell shipments without even worrying about moving it? You know what I mean? They'll just have a certain amount that they're going to push and like you like again, like let's say Colossus that miner, right? And he doesn't want to he's not going to take the risk of moving it. But he's got 30,000 sitting up in the cargo decks and he's willing to go ahead and put it up and sell it. He's not going to he's not going to risk take, you know hiring the hole and all that stuff. Yeah, so you sell it at you sell it at local market rates at that time, right? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Five systems from now, from here, that stuff can go for eight times value. Right. And I, okay, and Colossal's got a load of it, but he doesn't want to take the risk of moving it there. So right. is he willing to sell it to me? Right, at local market rates. Oh yeah. Would it be That's local? Would it be local? Would it be local market rates when it could be more profitable? If listen, I ain't got to do the work. I ain't got a mind for it. Is he going to sell it to me for the same value it's worth here locally? Or is he going to charge me a little bit more? Because if I get it over there, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to make more money. Yeah, that's the gamble that the transporter takes. The transporter takes the the risk of the travel, the time, the fuel, resources, Mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's the model of how I'm going to sell botanicals for my endeavor is I'm not leaving the endeavor. People can come come pick it up and Mm. they can move it. Okay. (laughs) You, 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 you trade happens at local market rates. Mm-hmm. If you bring a commodity five systems over, mm-hmm. you're still selling it at local market rate, right? I, you may be able to buy a, a PlayStation 5 at Walmart at for mm-hmm. $400 mm-hmm. In, in Chicago, but if you take that thing to, you know, Sao Paulo or, right. you know what I'm saying, yeah. you might be able to get $2,000 for it, right? It's okay. local market rate okay. that you're always going to be transacting at. So, yeah, but you can't say, hey, look, I'll sell you this PlayStation 5 for $2,000 well, in Chicago right. because you can sell it for that much in, Chicago, in, well, in his, South Hollywood. Right, but his question was more relation about speculation. In other words, you know, it's speculative that he's good because he may not make it, right? I mean, I may not make the trip. I may not be able to actually get there. And if I pay Colossal that 30K, 30, you know, for that 30,000, right? But I don't yeah. make the trip. I've lost all that. He got paid. I lost yeah. it all, right? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. That's the risk. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. All right. Because I'm taking risk. on the risk. I'm taking on the risk. He's getting his money, but he's he's saying I don't want to deal with the risk. But here, right. okay, gotcha. That's okay. why he can sell it at local market rates. Okay. He still makes a profit because you know, mm-hmm. hopefully, local market rates still are profitable, mm-hmm. but it's not as profitable as if he takes on the risk of transporting across multiple systems. Okay. Mm. All right. We got a couple more questions, but I'm gonna we're gonna push through this and we're gonna hit the questions toward the end before we do the raffle. So guys, those of you with questions, I'm not ignoring you. We'll we'll get to them. Um, we talked about insurance earlier. This is just a quick yes or no question. Uh, GoMab, would you take out insurance if you're hauling anything? You know, hull D, hull E, or is your insurance your escorts and stuff? Because I mean, we don't know what the insurance rates are going to be. I'm assuming they said it would be something of well, this was dealing with vehicle with ships. I don't know what the insurance rates are going to be with cargo. You know, is it going to be like a decent amount of your change to, to insure it? You know, I, you know, I kind of um, think about like when people fly, you know, like the time people fly and, you know, you're yeah. buying your ticket and they ask you, do you want to take out travel insurance? Yeah. You know? yeah. A lot of people money say, talks. nah, forget it. Uh, money talks, right? You got to do the math. Okay. Uh, do the math, right? Can you, you know, if you buy the insurance mm-hmm. with, the, with, the, with the cargo, mm-hmm. can you still be profitable? And is that profit mm-hmm. that you're going to make still worth your time? Okay. Right. So if that's the case, then yeah. But if, mm-hmm. if if you can't insure it, then 
you know, all insurance does is bring down risk and risk does have a monetary value associated with it. You may right. not see it right. on the surface, but risk has a hard dollar number associated with it mm -hmm. at all time. And you're paying that down by buying insurance. So the equations still work out and you know, whether or not you buy insurance should just be factored to the equa equation of whether or not this venture is worth pursuing mm. either way. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Love, let me ask you, should they do insurance based on the, like coverage, right? Like, you know how when you, you know, you go get insurance coverage, you say like, give me 20,000 worth of insurance or 50,000 or 100,000. When it comes down to those loads, do you think that they should make it incremental like that? In other words, I'm going to get enough insurance to cover the, you know, the, maybe I don't have enough to pay for the hundred percent of my load. You know, should they do it incrementally or do you think it should just be, you know, flat rate insurance covers everything no matter what? And we're talking yeah, about this for the cargo. I think they should. And then I wonder, like, how long does that inc insurance coverage last, too? Because mm. what if you go to a place, you try to sell and the inventory is full? Like, mm. so you sold some and now you have to store. Does that insurance last for the day or the week or until the ship's destroyed? But, mm. but yeah, I think it should be in incremental. Um, so players have that choice. And also, you might not have that much money in your pocket. If you just bought a mill mm -hmm. of commodity and then, oh, in order to insure this, it's another half a mill or whatever it's going to be, like someone might not necessarily have that in their pocket or be able mm -hmm. to like put out that much. They might, they might just short okay. be like, well, I'm okay with losing this much. Like, okay. Well, and to, to Love's point, Colossal should insurance be based upon what you're carrying. Mm. Am I, am, I making, am, I making, am I making sense? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying like, you know, when you go to UPS and you want to ship something, they'll ask you, what's the value of what it is? And then your insurance goes up based upon the value of what you're carrying, not the load size, but the value of what you're carrying. Underwriting is real. Well, I mean, that's if you're carrying somebody else's stuff. I mean, it could be if you carry somebody else's stuff. You know, if you're carrying your stuff, then, you know, I mean, you're pretty much making that that um, that gamble. But if you're carrying somebody else's stuff, mm -hmm. then maybe that you know, if if Gomez is going to come to me and say, "Hey, listen, I got a whole bunch of Laronite that I want you to that, that I want you to um, to transport," mm -hmm. then and he's putting that on me. Uh, the question is, is that going to be insured along with if if my ship along with my ship if everything gets blown up? Yeah, I would hope so. Mm. You know, I would hope so. But I mean, it's like if I was going to charge anything, going back to Goldman's point and, and Love Machine's point, they have excellent points. You know, the insurance would be the the basic fee uh, in, ter in terms of what I would charge, but that would be separate from operations. Mm. You know, it'd be separate from operations because you got to go ahead and factor in um, uh, the, the cost of fuel that's going to it's going to it's going to take for you to go ahead and get there and and at least uh possibly maybe half uh and then the rest of it would be half of um the logistics so um you know that's that's going to be an interesting feat uh i would like to see how technical they get with that i i think i think they could do it fairly simply right by mm -hmm. saying all right you know we're just you know if if you fill up a whole d and you get bloated up somewhere and you have insurance we will minimize the amount of money you lose, right? We, instead of you losing all, you know, and again, I, I, I feel like, you know, I'm going back to, I, I don't, I don't think you're going to be buying commodities and filling that stuff up. Mm -hmm. I believe you're going to be, um, uh, buying contracts 
They may be rather expensive contracts. Let's mm-hmm. say you're spending a hundred thousand or let's say a half a million on a on a contract mm-hmm. to um to 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 take this cargo, mm-hmm. you'll spend another hundred thousand, right, to ensure that mm-hmm. so that at the very least, if you don't make it, you only lost, let's say, a hundred grand. Okay. Right. I think right. that's how at least the first pass it should work. That and you know you, you lost a hundred grand. The people whose contract you got, they they they've been made whole. So you're not like making enemies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the you know with the, all the companies that are that are contracting you know stuff out. Otherwise, right. now you owe them money and you're you know you know they got you on that on site list. So as soon as they see you, they just start firing mm-hmm. and type stuff. So so love. Let me ask you a question, and then we're going to move on to about travel real quick. Uh, are operating these ships the equivalent of operating a capital ship? I mean, I'm, I'm talking about in the sense of it's, it's not the same as operating a whole A or a B. It's not, it's not, the worst, it's not just a bigger version of those ships, but just like how it costs money to operate a cap ship in game. Are we looking at that same type of thing? In other words, you got to have money in your pockets to run these ships just to be able to cover logistics and everything else. You just can't take it out and have no money. And so I'm going to go out and do, take my whole D out and make a lot of money. No, you better already have some foundational money there to cover yourself. Yeah, I absolutely agree that it would, not only for that factor, but like these ships are going to be something where it demands like a multi-crew presence in order to operate it correctly. Uh, But the demand of scanning or communicating or whatever your up to five crew is going to be doing, like I think just like with the other capital ships, you won't be able to access everything you need necessarily, or you'll be really, really deprived of some sense when you're flying, if you're not flying like a capital ship. Mm. Mm. Or with a capital ship mentality. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. All right, we're going to change gears again here, gang. Uh, we're going to we're getting near the end here. Uh, this last category is travel, uh, UEE versus non UEE space. Um, uh, go map, safe, unsafe uh, in UEE space. Are we safe flying these ships? No. Okay. We're safe nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you know what I'm saying. I don't think you should be safe anywhere. I mean, it's not like uh, you know the UEE is known for a quick response mm-hmm. or a deadly response mm-hmm. when they do respond. Right? It ain't like they showing up and be like, you know, let me take care of that for you. Pew pew pew. All right, on your way, sir. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> like, no, you ain't safe nowhere. If you ain't got your boys with you watching your back. Mm-hmm. You 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 rolling the dice. Don't crap out. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Colossal, I'm gonna go to you on the next question: NPCs, blades, or human? When it comes to operating these ships, is there any viability for that, or do you you have a favoring toward any one of them? First of all, I'm going to be educated on these blades. Who in the world is blades? <laughs> Blades, NPCs, blades, or humans? I mean, I would take a, a human in a heartbeat mm-hmm. any day. If you're going on long trips, then you may, I mean, you may be able to put an NPC on it. I mean, if if you're going in a in a localized, safe, traveled area, then I'm going to use an NPC probably. You know, okay. but um, but it, 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 uh, uh, yeah, it's okay. I, I would and what would you use the to... NPC for in in this particular case on a whole D or E? What would that role be for an NPC for you? Oh, just just typical, you know, ship functionality. That's it. Like what? So what specifically are you going to assign it to do? 
I mean, they would have to do engineering. They would have to do um, uh, uh, the, the, the MFDs. They, typical piloting. That that's that's pretty much it. Oh, you trust, the, you you trust know, the NPC to pilot your millions? Like I said, and... if I'm if I'm going in safe space, if okay. I'm going in UEE travel space, uh-huh. now of course with with quantum and things like that, that can change. It can, okay. it can, they can literally change. They could block off certain areas. Okay. Then I'll be screwed. But it's it's a risk. It's you know it's it's I'll be risking that. Okay, you're willing. I'm cheap. You. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not cheap. I'm frugal. <laughs> I'm frugal. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference between being cheap and frugal. Okay. So, okay, I will consider myself frugal. All right. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, love. I'm gonna hit you with the next question, and I'll come back to the other two on the next question as well on this one. Piracy. Yeah. We've been talking about this issue of piracy. Uh, operating a D or an E, and and Gobab gave a little bit of his tactics when it came to these ships. Fight, negotiate, flee. How do you feel about all three of those categories? Fight, if and only if you have a trick holding an E and it's just a hornet's nest of containers with <laughs> ships inside. Like there's, Because that would be freaky. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love to see it. Um, negotiate, uh, no. It's fleeing. Mm. Like, no, we're just getting out of there. Like, it was too expensive. There is nothing you can try to do. Just hope you have escorts that'll help get you out of there and just go. Like, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, go map. Fight. Give me give me your thoughts on each one of those. Fight, negotiate, flee. Hey, man. If I'm a fight, I'm, a, I'm not going to be flying a whole D <laughs> if I want to fight. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get from point A to point A and a half at the very least, but probably point B. I'm, look. If you're in my way, hopefully I got some folks that'll distract you long enough for me to get on. If they don't make it, I'll take care of your family. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's let, let me give you a scenario. You've been you've been hit with interdiction. All right. Okay. And they're close enough to you that they've got one of the interdiction ships there that's going to keep you from being able to jump. Okay. All right. So the next stage now is a message comes across. You know, uh, we want we want ten million. What are, you, what are your thoughts right now? You got you still got those options. Fight, negotiate. I'm telling my, I'm telling my boys find, find the find the red glowy ship and blow it up. While I you know while I but, point but, myself away from I'm, it. I'm, I'm and back. Okay, let me let me, let me let me redefine my scenario. Your your three or four escorts were taken out. You're just out there now by yourself. I mean that that, that happens really quick. I mean, they can't interdict me. Take all my three vanguards. We listen. All I'm saying is you've been interdicted, and while while you're trying to restart your engines, your three or four escorts got blown up while you were sitting there. How? I mean, and it's a wrap. I mean, the, the, when you take all the choices off the table, if you take all the choices off the table, what choices no, do no, I, I have? No, the only choice I took <laughs> off was the one you want to pick. There are still two other choices. <laughs> He's like, there's still you got two a gun other to your head. Two other choices. What you gonna still. Do? There's two choices. I'm asking you. There's no choices. What do you mean there's, there's no choices? If there's I don't still, have a chance, if still I don't have an opportunity to run, then I can't run. So so you got either negotiate or you or you fight. I'm in a freaking hole D. Okay, now listen, chat, y'all help the brother out. He for some I'm reason even... his brain can't get past the fact that he has options. You still have options. They are, they have not taken your ship. You are sitting there what? and somebody has sent you a message saying, hey. 10 million now, bucks or now, we board you. We t- we're talking about the same. No, uh, Griff, hear what I'm saying. Okay. You're talking about, you, you're talking about fighting as an option against the same folks that just wiped out my escort before I even had a chance to figure out what was going on. 
All right, so uh, so that's your answer because I'm gonna give you the answer that you should have had a long time ago. I'm trying to give you an option, but if you tell me that's, I, I that's pay as far her, as you or see, I gotta die. Okay, I don't okay. Get a choice. Okay, so you say pay or die. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Colossal, let me go to you. What 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 where are you at now? <laughs> give me your thoughts on those three. Fight, negotiate, flee. I tell I, my thing is shoot first, beg for forgiveness later. So that's 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 the way I'll be going down, folks. So you going, going down? You going down, down the to fight? You going down? Going the down fight. with the ship. Right. That's that's the way I'll be going down with the ship. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. So let me give you another scenario for you to consider. <laughs> While that fight was going on, and you get interdicted, what would a good captain be doing? Anybody? Give me your thoughts. What would you be doing? Trying to captain? save his crew. A good captain would save his save crew. Save his crew. And also, you got a bunch of, you got a lot of material on your ship. You got millions of But I got insurance credits. on it. I'll be all right. That's okay. That's a, that's an option too. I got you. I got you. Yeah, if you got insurance, that's another fact. But, 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 but here's the deal. There is the risk possibility of losing your ship. That yes. is a real possibility, right? And that's, that can be hurtful because it's a capital class ship. And if it gets taken or destroyed, you might be waiting a day, you might be waiting a week, you may be waiting a month before you get that ship back. So what are your options? And anybody can answer this. What are your options while they're negotiating? I'm the, I'm the pirate. All right, 10 million. You got three minutes to think about it. You're getting 10K and that's it. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a mail and a mail finger. And I'm like, look, anything, if, you, if that don't work for you, then look. I'm running, okay. if, 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 and, and to be honest with you, if I'm running this ship, just the way I'm going to play, this ship is going to be run by one of my alts. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? If I'm, if I'm taking this long risk, this long high risk flight, mm. I'm not putting my main or anything that is, okay. you right. know, right. associated with my mm. main on, in jeopardy on there. Okay. And the, the ship is going to be insured. The mm. cargo is going to be insured. The most you're going to do is cause me some inconvenience and some time. All right. So somebody read what Jade said in chat. Jade just said it. <laughs> <I'm> just out. <laughs> Jade said, as a former pirate, I'd give up the cargo or negotiate a lower fee. Yeah. Yeah, because right because they just want to get some money. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You got to remember, there's risk on their end too. Because yeah. if they decide to board your ship and you're actually waiting on them, there's some possible losses on their end as well. And they, and if they're looking for profit, and if you want to keep your ship, the question becomes: Is it better to negotiate and say, "Hey, I I told a story before when I was in Eve mining and a guy asked me for 15 million and I cried broke to him, dude, 15 million. Oh my God, blah, 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 blah. I can give you seven. And the guy's like, seven, are you kidding? I said, all right, man, okay, okay. I got 10, but that's all I can, that's all my money. I had like 200, but I gave the guy 10 and he left me and he let me go. So I'm saying to your point, go map. Yeah, protect your crew, agreed 100%, right? Mm -hmm. You got the insurance to cover yourself, but there may be dynamics of the game. There's another dynamic too. Did anybody think about putting out a hail or SOS to any of their buddies that might have been in the area while you were sitting there waiting? Can somebody but else you, show yes, up? But if you're in a, but okay. if you're in a, can somebody I, else I assume show up? if you're in a hole, right? If mm -hmm. you're in a hole C or hole D or hole E, mm -hmm. I'm 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 out. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm out yeah. further away than anybody who can come help me can get unless you're already with me. Maybe you dropped right? a beacon, dude. Maybe when the fight started and you lost your power, you dropped a beacon and told and told somebody, hey, a million credits to anybody who shows up out here to give me a hand. Yeah. I'm just saying there are creative options beyond those the three that I gave you. I agree with you 100%. Mm -hmm. I narrowed it to yeah. three. I was just saying, how do we start thinking out of the box and say, 
what are some other dynamics that maybe we can do oh, in game? I'm, I'm sitting, so if I had, so let's say I had somebody on the on, on the ship with me, right? Mm -hmm. Like another player on the ship with me. Mm -hmm. First thing I'm gonna do, I tell him is while 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 we're talking with mm -hmm. this these pirates or these other people, mm -hmm. I need you out the airlock and EVA into those people. Hey, ships. there you go. Hey, <laughs> hey, seriously, yeah. Who Yo, knows, no, right? Like, Absolutely. First shit, like, oh shit, we got somebody. Get ready. You know what I'm saying? Get suited mm -hmm. up. Get ready because mm -hmm. we're gonna sit here like like no, nah, they're gonna you know. There you go. We, I'm gonna get them to stop mm -hmm. and. <laughs> We're going to go over there and we're going to go Predator on ass. And then, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to get a whole new ship today and we're going to get on somewhere. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's, that, again, there's all types of creative things that we can yeah. come up with. I agree with you 100%. And I guess that's all I was really pushing for was yeah. how do we get outside of those restrictions? Because I know if, if my if my escort is dead, mm -hmm. right, if they, if, they, if, they, if they interdict me, I can't jump. Right. They've taken my escort out, mm -hmm. right? And it's just me versus the the people that just took my escort out, mm -hmm. right? You know, and the other wrinkle is if like if I'm talking if I'm in a if I'm in a D, mind you, it's a capital class ship. Mm -hmm. Now my escort is probably not a bunch of Idrises. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yes, you can jump you can jump on a bunch of vanguards and take them out. Yeah. But if you're if you're a fleet of vanguards, I'm going to just laugh at you in SCM until y'all get bored of following me, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because you're not going to do anything to me in a in a capital <laughs> ship with, with your guns. Mm. Okay. You, you can stop me from jumping, but you, that's about it. It's going to take right? a little bit more, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're gonna, you, you need something. You gonna, you know when that Aries shows up. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> 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 but, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh let's see. Let's see a couple questions here uh that came up. Uh oh lefty, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, let me do Jaja first. Jaja says if you pay for safe passage in a hostile system, does that make you a partner, a sheep, or a tax paying citizen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jaja. I don't know if any of y'all can answer that question for him. <laughs> um Lefty has a question. Uh, would you treat NPCs and PC pirates different differently? PC pirates. Player controlled or NPC. Player oh, player control. control. Player control differently. Um, you know, that's a good question. Um, because like Colossal said earlier, it's really going to depend on how they outlay quantum, whether quantum will have that capability. I, I, it's going to be really weird for me to see that quantum can actually do negotiation. I mean, I'm sure there's some script that they can come up with that 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 tries to get you to surrender or something like that. But whether you can negotiate, I don't know if it's going to be that intricate. It'd be kind of cool if it was, but uh, I don't know. Anybody got any thoughts on that? NPC versus uh, PC players? If it's NPCs, I'm I'm probably gonna fight. Yeah, yeah probably fight yeah, for it's NPCs. Completely different. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be completely different. The they still can't are... figure out how not to stand on chairs and T poses, man. They ain't, they ain't look. Yeah. I mean, it, it, well, you know, Todd Pappy said that's one of the things that he's going to go ahead and, and, and work on along with the star map. Mm -hmm. But um, but it, it, it's that's just a little bit. It's I mean, you, you just can't take the human element out of of or try to compare that with an NPC. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are, there are orgs out there that are phenomenal with how they structure um, how they take over certain ships or how they go out and try to go ahead and, and, uh, mm -hmm. and meet their goals. Yep. So it's just completely different than an NPC. It's just, you're going to have to treat them differently. Agreed. Okay. Pew, 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 pew all the time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chanted Crow says, the lore portrays cargo pilots, miners, and bounty hunters as the media stereotype, media stereotype, rough living, paycheck to paycheck working class. 
Your thoughts on this expectation versus the reality of players pursuing the meta for the fastest return on investment and activities. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that for, you know, obviously the people who are really into that type of work, you know, the probably fall into that civilian category of, of citizens <clears throat> and probably into the whole industrial transport, those people who are really into doing that stuff. And like GoMap said earlier, there are some people that I think, uh, Colossal mentions there's some people who just like doing that type of stuff. That's like the lifestyle that they want to do uh, is is transporting and moving things back and forth. Before the show, we even talked about GoMap alluded to the fact that for these bigger jobs like this, we can easily see these being contract jobs. These are jobs that you get a message that comes up saying that there's a job, it, whether it's from a mission giver, wherever it is, maybe one of the industrial places, someplace where you you know where there's mining going on, where you go in and they say, hey, we've got fifty thousand. SCU of something that needs to be moved from this system to this system. And you take on those missions. Um, and there's going to be a difference between taking on those type of missions that is somebody else's stuff versus when you're taking on something that's your stuff. That's going to also kind of really probably have a huge impact. Um, I'm into mining and moving my own stuff. I'm probably going to have a certain attitude about my stuff because it's my pocket that, that, that those resources, if they get destroyed or lost, that, that's coming out of my pocket. If I'm doing transport for somebody else, I'm talking about more like a mission giver, then there's also going to be questions. What is the loss there? Is it just reputation? Do I lose the ability that not only is it reputation with that particular mission giver, but my public reputation is also being impacted. So now Love Machine says, hey, Griff, I'm looking at him. This guy's got a minus, you know, a two stars out of five. And, you know, he's got this long mission log and evidently he's losing a lot of material. Is that type, is that impact going to be there as well? Even if it's an NPC mission, you know, and we know that we'll be able to rate each other when we do things in game too. So that's another factor uh, involved. In Anybody else got any thoughts on that? About nope. the blue collar worker as a miner? Okay. Well, I, th I think, you know, um, they're also, when you, when you have the ability to um, give people access to your ships, you, there also be that, the, 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 the rank of people that own the ships, but hire out the drivers mm -hmm. or the pilots to actually say, hey, you're, you know, this is my, this is my whole D. I'm going to get the contracts. I need you to take the, the, I need you to take mm -hmm. the risk to fly, you know, mm -hmm. fly. You don't need to, you, I'm risking my ship. You're risking your life. <laughs> we both make money mm -hmm. um, here. I mean. Yeah. I'll probably if I, if I am going to do any any kind of long haul freight running, it will either be with um, another player being mm -hmm. the pilot, mm -hmm. like you know, because I have family members that own multiple like big rig trucks, right? And they mm -hmm. have drivers that they you know dis dispatch across the country driving these trucks. So I see it the same way. Um, so I would either hire a player to do it, or I would have an alt character that that's what he does mm. or she does or it does okay is will gotcha. be to be the the, the the trouble okay okay all right cool um let's go ahead and start wrapping this together i'm going to start with love again uh love give me any thoughts again since we've talked about the whole de anything that's popped up in your mind something you learned something you want to find more about could care less about these ships <laughs> anything you want to share about it feel free <laughs> They're interesting because I think their design's very interesting. Hey, like uh, going through these uh, materials, they uh, there's lots of cool sketches and cool concepting about the spindle. So they're certainly very neat. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just think they are cool in that aspect. I don't really think that I don't think I'll see one that often or 
I don't think I'll be piloting. I don't I don't think anyone in our org has one. Mm-hmm. Um, but lots of cool concepts there, and I would love to see the interior for like I I think still that the whole E with all of its jumping across systems and systems and systems would be a decent transport vehicle. So I'd like to see what their life support and stuff is in there. And to the people in chat that were arguing with me about picking the cubes up out of the water, uh, shame on y'all. I'll just throw that out here. <laughs> I couldn't let that go. Y'all really were like, oh, well, if it lands in the water, the cubes can float. No. They all float down here. No. <laughs> wow. Okay. Fair enough. Colossal, what about you? Any uh, closing thoughts in regards to these whole D and E? Anything you learned? Something you th- want to learn more about? Well, I mean, you know, other than hearing you guys uh, and your fabulous points, um, until we can get more from CIG with what's really in those, what's really in those shows, other than the Q and A and things like that, want to hold and reserve judgment because those are some huge, huge ships. Mm-hmm. And um, and there are a lot of things that we have to factor in. We got 3.14 that's coming out right now with the capacitors and things like that. That'll be coming out in the near, near future. Um, we got a lot of um, multi-playing things that's coming out later on down the line. Um, so it's going to be a lot of gameplay that we have yet to see mm-hmm. that may come in prior or maybe around the same time when those ships come in. So, um, I mean, uh, we, we do have um, uh, a lot in our org over there with test mm-hmm. uh at test squadron so i'm definitely going to be hopping in on those ships and helping uh helping test out uh you know transport and get things uh get test some money but uh it's going to be interesting to see how uh, i'm interested in the modulation of those ships what do they have that people can do with those ships that can enhance on what they're trying to do so we'll see when it comes out okay all right go man yeah i mean <laughs> Again, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of speculation, you know, we want to make sure that, um, you know, we, there's a logical path forward, I think, for this, right? If you look at all the, uh, the capacities, the SUs, what commodities mean right now, um, you know, I, I, I just like anything, I think, um, uh, people are going to be given the option to, to do things that aren't smart mm-hmm. <laughs> if they want to, right? If you want to try to fill up a, uh, fill up a whole D with your own life savings and, and jump out into the verse and wish for the best without an escort, then <laughs> best well, of luck it, to huh? you. <laughs> yeah, have at it, you know? Uh, uh, but no, I, I, I do think that, you know, it is going to be a critical part of the economy, um, moving stuff around. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited and interested to see, you know, how, um, you know, if say I have a whole D or a whole E, how am I going to be able to offer my transport goods, transport services? So that's, you know, to, to other people in the, in the verse, uh, you know, how, how is that going to work? How are other people want to say, Hey, look, I got a contract. You want to buy it, you know, so on and so forth to move my stuff. So, okay. um, outside of just selling the commodities, you right? it's, it's gotta be some way you know, moving it versus selling it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see how they're going to do that. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, gang. We are going to get ready to do our raffle. Uh, we want you to type in uh, exclamation uh, Raylan. If you are interested in a Gatak Raylan. Um, wow. Is it Pifaf? I5 Pifafi? Thank you for the follow. Jot, jot, thank you for that gift also as well that went out to Pops in Space. We hooked up Pops 
Um, if you guys are interested, exclamation point Raylan, make sure you spell it correctly. R-A-I-L-E-N, exclamation point Raylan, if you are interested in the giveaway for a Raylan. And Judge Dredd, the Judge Dredd, thank you for the follow as well. Um, thank you. And uh, yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, I, again, uh, uh, I, I've vacillated a little bit about this whole thing. I'm glad you guys have given some real good considerations of things to think about. Uh, man, go Mab. I don't know why I missed it earlier. <clears throat> I didn't think about this, even though I knew it from before, but I've completely forgot that these ships are capital class ships. And to your point, that's no small cheese to try to take one of these things. You know, a lot of times people have talked about it, but if you've got it souped up and, you know, pumped up and got the right shields and everything else on it, you better come the right way if you want to take on one of these behemoth ships because they are not going to be easy tasks to take out. Um, but we'll see. You know, uh, Chris has talked about the fact that they don't want this game to be about destroying ships as much as it is about disabling and possibly even being able to take the ships from people. So I'm really curious to see how boarding par parties work. You know, this whole breaching thing. I'm really curious to see where they go with that, particularly with ships like this, because obviously it's a nice haul to walk away with 98,000 SEU of something plus a ship. <laughs> that's no small, yeah. that's no small thing either. Absorcio, thank you for the follow as well. I'm curious to see, is, is there ever going to be a situation where somebody can just straight up jack you for your ship mm. and take it and be like, this ship is mine now. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is my whole deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, I wonder if that's, I mean, I, I, know I don't wonder about that the because I don't think I don't think I don't think that that that, that that's, yeah. that's not going to be good because that yeah. no I don't think that's that that would yeah. be possible. Yeah. I, I thought there was. I think it could be ship. with the tractor beams. I think it could be. I thought that they talked uh, about that there would be something like if the ship gets taken, it it becomes. And somebody help me in chat if you guys remember this because this has come up before. There was this thing about the ship would become marked as stolen. They had talked about you being able to do something with it to change the identity or the the code on it or something. And then, even if you can only use it then, in, in non-monitored spaces, or you right? could only or, use it, you could only use it until you logged out. It was something weird that they talked about back in the day, and I've forgotten now. It's been so long since that subject came up. Uh, but it, but there was issue about it. obviously if people have paid money for ships and they're supposed to get them back that they wouldn't be able to be gone permanently. Um, well, that's insurance, right? You know what I'm saying? No, no, somebody no, no. steals well, my yeah. F one fifty. Yeah, but whether somebody steals my F one fifty and they and they and they they they, they, they change the VIN number and they register and they 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 send it to Mexico or somewhere and that Yeah, because right now if you steal somebody's ship, it just stays with you until you know they yeah, log yeah. and that's it. Yeah. I'm gonna get a new truck, but that, that old truck's still out there well, somewhere. If you steal Colossal's interest and just keep people on it all the time, you know, you'll be all right. You ain't gotta worry about it. I'm going to put a bounty on you on the ship. <laughs> and the ship's going to have a name on it, by the way. The ship's name is going to be G-O-M-A-I-B-I-U, which is uh, Gome Bayou, which is, you know, get on my ship and I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> so have fun, get on Colossal ship. If you see the name Colossal out there, you better look the other way because I am going to blow the ship up. Oh God! <laughs> All right, here we go. Krutus says, "I believe they said that you would have to jump through many hoops to claim a ship yeah. as yours. Yeah, it will be very difficult and expensive. That's very true. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank I'm gonna you. do it. I, I, I want to do it one time. I just want to take somebody's 890 and be like, mm -hmm. and then yeah. blow it up in front of them. 
Oh God. Okay. All right. Listen, exclamation point, Raylan. We're going to go ahead and do this raffle in like five seconds. Cause we're getting crazy. Thank you guys so much uh, for helping us with our subscription goal. We are at 65 out of hundred. That's good guys. Thank you all so much for that. We were off last week for father's day. By the way, we're also going to be off next week too. Cause it's going to be in the States. It's going to be independence day. So we won't be meeting next week, but uh, let's get on this thing with the Raylan real quick. Um, Let's see, where are we? Who was that who just said Nighthawk? Thank you for the follow as well. We appreciate that. All right, gang, here we go. Um, let me, let me see, is the sound effects working? That's the wrong sound effect. That didn't work. Y'all hearing that? Yeah. Okay, that's the wrong one. All right. There it is. All right. Three, two, one, boom. You know, this thing has been doing some really crazy stuff tonight. I've been having issues. It's like a real fast car. Card. Congratulations, fast car. Yeah, right. right. Look who wins. Oh my God. Look who won. Did it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shipwreck. All right. Nice. Shipwreck. Congratulations. Wow. Shipwreck, are you out there or did you, uh, did you leave? I don't know if Shipwreck is still here. Oh, there's Shipwreck. Oh, look at the faces. Oh, God. Shipwreck threw up the faces. Threw up the faces. Thank you, Shipwreck. Well, congratulations. You have won the Gatak Raylan for today. Um, Shipwreck, send us your um, uh, RSI name and RSI email. Send it to soulcitizens at gmail.com. Soulcitizens at gmail.com. Or you can send it to me uh, via the old uh, DM in uh, Twitch, and we will get that out to you. And uh, you have something to look forward to. It's still being developed, but when it's ready, you'll get it. So that'll be yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Fly it with friends because it has no pilot control guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that just made him feel real good about winning that ship just now. That's no, it's a beautiful ship. <laughs> And it's fast, so you can you just keep a scratch wall. You got to stay exfoliated. Great. I know, I know. I was gonna, I, you know, I forgot to bring up the graphic for that ship. It is a, it is a beautiful ship. But this is the thing I really want to show you guys. Look at that. Those are the measurements that it comes out to when you use it in Fleet View. It is not yep. small. It is a very, it is very tall ship, um, and that's sitting next to a Taurus and a C two and a Cat. It is a pretty decent sized ship. I think it's a crew of four, right? If I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a pretty decent sized vessel, as you would say. So that's something else to think about for those of you who are into it. Um, thank you guys so much for being here with us today. Table of Horror, Shiver, so good to see you. Thank you for stopping by today. Uh, all of the new folks who signed up today and followed us, we appreciate you all. Fastcart asked the last question and says, uh, if they enter the raffle, if any of us rule the app raffle, could they get the ship? No, fast cart, you cannot get the ship. No, you can't. Beta Pug, <laughs> thank you for the follow as well. Um, let's see who we are going to set up for for our raid. Uh, Colossal, could you read that card while I'm looking up the uh, raid information here? Of our show, who? our card on the screen there. And this, oh, is, this, the is for, the screen? this is for two weeks, not next week, because next week we're gone because of the holiday. That's the following week. Okay, so the following week, this is, looks like July 11th. Mm -hmm. um, looks like July 11th, Soul Citizens will be presenting a No Place Like Home special. Mm -hmm. So you can follow us on twitch.tv forward slash Soul Citizens and, um, and, and enjoy the show. We would love for you to go ahead and, and attend. Remember, it is July 11th, not next week, but July 11th. Mm -hmm. 
You know, the show will be on No Place Like Home. You know what that show's going to be about, gang? Anybody have an idea what that show's going to be about? Abs. Abs. Yeah, the outpost, right? Yeah, it's going to be Where Do You Want to Live? Where yeah. and why? Where do you want to live? And listen, we're really excited about this whole thing of possibly Orison and whatnot, right? So, you know, will you want to live in a, on your ship? Will you want to live... On my endeavor. New Babbage. On the endeavor. On the endeavor, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to live in a, in a little hab, little 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 hovel out there that you get your pioneer to build? We're going to talk about why and where and the pros and cons and all that good stuff. So some people don't want to live where they got to get on a train every day to get to their ship. That's another factor too. So we'll see. All I right. just can't wait till I can log out on somebody's persistent ship and log in and still be there. Well, you know what? I'm not to be funny, but you know what I started doing, dude? I literally log out the tallest building in our corp. I park on that building and log in and out of the game all the time. Cause well, I don't, I'm not, not talking about my ship. No, 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 no. I'm talking I'm, about somebody else's about, ship. Well, right, no, I get it. You're saying somebody else's ship. But, but my issue is that to avoid having to get on the trains and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting, as soon as I log in, I'm in my ship and I take off. I don't deal with any of that train running back and forth stuff anymore. <laughs> I, I've just started doing that now. Um, and sometimes I'll even stay in the Phoenix. I'll park outside of a, a, you know, outside of a base orbiting and I'll just get out of my Phoenix and go there and go to sleep. And you wake up and you're in your ship already. Saves you time. Just something to think about. <laughs> yeah. Just something to think about. Anyway, all right, listen, let's get this raid going. We are going to raid Princess Jasmine. Princess Jasmine has one viewer and you all can say hi and all that other good stuff and if princess jasmine uh interests you as i say is it in mature audiences uh oh make sure you're over 21 uh -oh. if you guys go over there i don't know what princess jasmine's doing over there mm. but uh <laughs> make sure you all <laughs> say hi to princess jasmine and uh, let them know that you came from uh, the soul citizens thank you guys so much for being here with us again we missed you guys last week we're going to miss you guys next week but you can show up on thursday for soul talk fast card and the rest of us will be here on thursday and then after that we will be back the week after as colossal said on july 11th so thanks guys take care of yourselves as always stay safe take care of yourselves peace love and soul we'll see you guys soon take care